Serious, people of Reddit who have experienced clinical death, and then been resuscitated. Obviously, what if anything did you experience on the other side? I was pronounced clinically dead for just over a minute after a terrible bike accident that shattered and tore away a good chunk of the left side of my face. I remember so much noise and commotion in the back of an ambulance then silence and darkness. Utter endless peaceful silence, darkness and nothingness. Not a malicious darkness or uneasy silence though, it's really hard to put into words. The only way I can describe it is you don't realize just how much noise life holds. It's like since that day I notice a constant static background fuzz at all times, even in the quietest of quiet scenarios and this is what I have come to call life's background noise. This sticks with me I hear it always. I hope that when my time is done and my innings are all over I will be returned to that oasis of silence and serenity. Oasis of silence and serenity. Love this phrase. My dad and I were very close. He died when I was 20. A few weeks after his passing, I came home from the bars and went to sleep. I had a dream that wasn't like a dream. My dad came to me and spoke to me, except there was nothingness. Nothing to see, just blackness. It was like his consciousness was talking to mine. He told me he was dead and he was okay. I could hear his voice and I could hear mine, but I wasn't there in my physical body. Then when I asked him what it was like to be dead, he said he couldn't tell me, but I pushed him. In mid-sentence when he was about to tell me, his consciousness vanished. But I was still there, alone, in nothingness. I remember it very clearly 30 plus years later, and it was not preceded nor followed by other dreaming. I fell down a black tunnel, but never hit the floor. I heard my dad yelling from a long way off. Then it was just quiet and peaceful. I was floating under my body as my mum carried it down the hall, and couldn't seem to float through the body. I was being pushed along by my mum's body too. Then she turned into my room and laid my body in the bed, and at that point I moved up and over. My parents were working on my body, trying to wake me up and then starting CPR. And at that point I saw a man standing in the corner of the room, looking at me. I came to a few seconds later. My dad was clinically dead for 25 minutes in February because of a massive heart attack. While he was in it too, he was really out of it and repeated himself a lot. He kept telling us the same story. He said he was walking down a grey corridor with his mother, who passed away in 2002, and described what she was wearing, I believe what she was buried in, and they had the following conversation. Grandma, what are you doing here? Dad, I've come to be with you. Grandma, no son, not yet, you have a wife and children to get back to, and you haven't met all your grandkids, and then she walked ahead of him and he came back to us. We kept asking him if it was a dream, but he said it was so vivid and he could describe very detailed images of my grandma and what they were wearing. There's a recent study that discovered that consciousness persists even when pronounced dead between 120 minutes. I've noticed on the majority of answers to similar questions from those who were pronounced dead below 20 minutes often experience nothingness or loss of complete awareness. Whereas mostly the ones who experience death between 15-40 plus minutes describe seeing someone they know telling them it's not their time yet. My mother told me about a distant friend of hers that died on a helicopter transfer after giving birth. It was like the latter one. I don't remember all of the details but here it goes. She wanted to go on but was told it wasn't her time yet. That she needed to go back to her son and husband. She felt happy and calm in those moments. 
When I was 5 years old I was in a house fire. I was clinically dead and I have memories that I had a strange vision when everything happened. The best way I can explain it was that I had an out of body experience. I switched from a first person view to a third person view. Then I can describe my vantage point as a camera on a constant zoom out up into the sky and then into space and basically the speed of the zoom out increased exponentially until I was so far zoomed out that I passed through strange and beautiful colors I could hardly describe at the time. I thought it was heaven at that age. Now when I try and remember it I can describe it as passing through galaxies and nebulas. I believe that my conscience bonded with my energy and it was released from my body to all the energy which is still accelerating outwards away from the big bang. I believe that all energy is somehow connected and there are many types and forms of it we don't understand yet. I went through the peaceful darkness that was filled with the origins of everything and out the other side. I zoomed through space toward a huge bright light. I stopped before I got into the light. And there were two radiant beings who communicated via telepathy. They radiated pure love and joy and total acceptance. I saw a sort of 360 degree screen open up around me and it fast forwarded through my life. These beings held me in love through the hard parts while I judged myself. I saw what I'd done wrong. What I'd done right and how to improve myself. I knew the meaning of life. It was all so simple and beautiful. I knew I'd chosen my life. But the beings let me know I wasn't finished but I had the choice to turn around and look into the light and die which meant living as a spirit but having to come back to earth as another person. Or to go back and continue the path I was on. The one I'd chosen for myself. When they told me what would happen if I went back into my body, I was so excited that I immediately zoomed back to earth on the cord that attached me to earth. So far since then, my daughter has died. I've had stage 3 cancer. I've gotten divorced and started again from nothing. My house was burnt down and was utterly destroyed and I lost everything again. But I have changed. I am a totally different person now. And understand that this world is a place where we learn how to love and grow spiritually. The most important thing that we are all so loved and cherished. And that we all have a real home to go back to when this is over. I love this. Thank you. When I was 13 I had peritonitis following a botched appendectomy. It was late on a Sunday night and the hospital called in a general surgeon bypassing the incompetent idiot who had operated on me a few days earlier. The surgeon told my parents he had to operate now or I would die. While he was gloved up and doing a rectal probe my heart stopped. It took only seconds to whip the glove up and do heart massage. What was weird was just before my heart stopped my perspective changed. My conscious self was suddenly calmly observing the scene from a vantage point near the ceiling at the far corner of the room. I watched the doctors massaging me with a couple of nurses nearby. I could see my mum sitting in a chair with her head in her hands looking desperate. Shortly after that I found myself enveloped in darkness then a light appeared at the end of some kind of tunnel. A feeling of peace overwhelmed me. I started to move towards the light but became aware I had a choice. Go to the light and never return or go back from the light and live. I went back. The whole experience freaked me out to the point I could not talk about it for many years without breaking out into a cold sweat with tears and it wasn't until many years later I could talk about it following publicity about similar NDEs. It was comforting knowing my experience was not unique. There is no religious perspective in this experience. I was raised without religion and would describe myself as an atheist. 
although I would love a rational explanation of the vision. I wrote a much expanded version of this for Dr. Sampania who has been doing the research into NDEs and he uses my piece in his lectures, and my skin is prickling about it even now all these decades later. I always thought of the light as rebirth reincarnation, choosing to go back could be why many babies are still born. I have a family member that died in the air from a ruptured aneurysm. He said that he woke up in a big open field and could see a shining city in the distance. The city was white and glowing but also had colors coming off it, like it was iridescent. There was a gate. He knew he was dead and he knew that was heaven so he started running toward it. He could see people but not make out who they were. He was happy and pain free. Then he heard his wife call his name and beg him not to leave her. She admitted she did say that to him when they were trying to revive him in the air upon hearing this. He turned and started walking back the other way. When I asked him if it was because he loved her so much and didn't want to leave her, he said no, I was really disappointed, I wanted to stay, but I didn't want her to be mad at me. My grandfather died a couple of times leading up to his actual death. I got to ask him about what he experienced after should I say. He gave conflicting answers in most accounts, although I put that down to how much morphine he was on each time. Once he described seeing his brother who he never got along with. His brother had passed before I was born but he told me that he was still a bastard. Other times he described seeing fabulous lights and feeling out of his body. Whereas other times he said it was just lights out. Gone. Nothing. Like falling asleep and walking up. No consciousness to speak of. In all of his experiences though. He never spoke of seeing any gods. He never experienced suffering. Nor bliss. It just seemed like sometimes he'd get a random picture in his head or see lights and other times wouldn't. Him seeing his brother never made much sense. They were never really close as they were 11 years apart, so growing up was never tight-knit for him. And by the time he was old enough to know his brother, he had long since left for the army. When his brother came back from the army, well, he was a bastard. That's what I was told, anyway. Oh yeah, I've just died and seen my dead brother but he's still a bastard. What a badass. Nothing. I drowned as a kid, but I don't remember that. Later in life I became an electrician. I was working in a high voltage panel, and zap. The panel was supposed to be dead, and was when I checked it, but someone ended up back feeding it with 600 volt. I remember the initial pain as I was lit up like a Christmas tree, and then nothing. Just like someone turned off a switch. The next thing I knew, I was waking up in the hospital with almost no memory. I could still speak English and Spanish, but I couldn't tell you my name, address, or anything else. One of the other guys on the job had called my brother, and when he got there, he told me enough details about my life that I was able to get the doctors to release me the next morning. Over the next couple of weeks most of my memories filtered back in, I still have some decent sized missing chunks, but oh well. And I went back to work, and I'm still an electrician to this day. To be completely honest, even after coming back I still don't know. Perceiving death and a hypothetical after death is physically impossible. My last thought at the time went along the lines of my brain hurts and then I must have experienced something because I've been different ever since. I was a stupid, somewhat bratty 9 year old when I had a sudden seizure in my room. From 10 years old and onwards. The most I can describe is that my perception is different. 
I haven't told anyone about this experience, because I'm pretty sure I'd look insane if I blamed my sudden suicidal depression on a so-called spiritual experience posting on Reddit from my phone in the bathroom at like 2am is enough. I see things differently, I think differently, my memories are different from what my family remembers, and I'm already considered a crazy person at 20 years of age. Has anyone else ever felt like this? I'm not so sure. What do you think? It could be worth mentioning that to a doctor and getting yourself to a neurologist. Perhaps you had some sort of brain damage. That being said, depression can be both situational and physical. No one will think you're crazy for thinking that something like that affected you. It's not your fault, and you don't have to apologize for it, but you can do something to help it. I died in a suicide attempt. I overdosed. It's strange because this is the memory that is the most vivid in my head. I remember falling to the ground. I kinda let go. The 911 operator. I could hear her voice. It was very distant, as if you were to cup your hands over your ears. And my vision was blurry. I felt dizzy. Eventually my vision gave out and what I saw is like, when you stand up too quickly and all you see is static. It looked like that before going dark. I remember that when my vision died out, my hearing and touch senses became stronger than usual. I could feel the floorboards still, and then I felt this tingling sensation, as if my entire body was one giant funny bone and I had just hit it, and then my touch was gone. At that moment my hearing senses cranked up extremely loud. I heard this loud, sharp ring and then everything went silent. For a split second I was watching myself. I was in a pitch black space and I saw my mom. She's dead, but it's like I was watching a movie of myself watching my mom. The image left me and my hearing was back. Still extremely muffled and faint. I could faintly hear an ambulance and then again my senses were gone. All I felt was this strange feeling of comfort. I felt safe and calm. Fast forward to the hospital. When they were pumping my stomach all I felt was flashes of consciousness. I kept fighting it though. I wanted back to that feeling of safety and comfort. I didn't want to live. I suddenly felt this heaviness on my right arm. And as weird as it sounds there were shapes that I can't describe being flung at me in the complete darkness. And my head said that the heaviness was a sword that I needed to use to block the shapes or else when I gained consciousness my life would be even worse. It was really terrifying and I'm not sure whether it was my mind being crazy or if there's some psychological reason behind it. When I came back I felt so numb both physically and mentally and I never wanted to experience that again. Yet a year later I overdosed a second time and the exact same feelings happened. It was so strange. I hope you're doing well. I drifted off terrified. After drifting off I felt like I woke up but to nothing. I had a very peaceful feeling. Pure bliss and floating. It was pure darkness but a beautiful bubbly darkness. What's funny is everyone talks about the white light as if it's a good thing. To me it was what snapped me out of it and made me realize I was alive. The bright light was what I assumed to be operating light or something like that. I saw it then I realized I didn't die. I was starting to get upset because it was just so frustrating to have been in this blissful trance then woken up. I kept trying to get the words let me die out but my mouth wasn't communicating that. In my head it sounded like I was getting out the words let, and then it would drone off into gibberish but really I knew I wasn't saying anything aloud to where anyone could hear. I drifted back to sleep and when I woke up I was crying. I had died, been revived and was then unconscious for 3 days. It didn't feel like 3 days but it also didn't feel like a short moment. 
it just felt unreal and like time was somewhat irrelevant. Everything has felt unreal since and it's been a 8 years. Post hysterectomy at 26 apparently I died. Just briefly though. I always say almost, I almost died. I remember waking up from the operation and so much pain. Uncontrollable, indescribable pain. My body doesn't process pain like most people's. This is literally how I found out, and so I guess my brain just noped the frick out. The nurse, bless her heart, trying to get my pain under control essentially killed me, and I remember a bench, a very dark nothingness but a bench, that stretched out on both sides of me into an eternity of nothingness. The dark was dark but not, the type that has a light source you just cannot find and you have to squint to see. I wasn't in a room, just a vastness and I somehow knew there was nothing else there. I know call it the waiting room of death. Further down the bench was a man, with a hat, who merely sat as I did, and I believe that man was my grandfather. A moment of digression. My grandfather died a couple years prior of pancreatic cancer. I talked to him on the phone the day before and he said to me, with a chuckle in his voice, I'm dying, but that's okay. I've lived those words, his peace stuck with me. We weren't exceptionally close as he wasn't a very affectionate man but I always had this deep love, respect and appreciation for him. He'd don his hat at dawn and walk to do his errands. He'd come in after, take off his hat, step through the door. It was the same pattern every day. I stayed there during summers, and I always marveled at his hat, a brown tattered thing he handled with such delicacy, even more of a deviation. Years after his death, and mine, I was diagnosed with his same chronic illness, not pancreatic cancer, it's hereditary and no one else in my family has it, just kinda, idk, back to death though, it was peaceful, still, I sat like I was waiting for my number to be called but it never was. Back in December 2015 had code blue in hospital was dead for 13 minutes due to a blood clot that was later diagnosed as a DVT. I remember the nurse at Casey Hospital screaming stay with me Travis and as I was trying to tell her about two distinctive big black swirls on the ceiling of the hospital sucking me in. Then I was in a place that was just full of stars like being in space. I heard a voice, beautiful distinctive say something to me. Then I was back in the hospital bed. Hearing the doctors say he's back, which later to find out that I was clinical dead. I'm not scared of death anymore. It is inevitable. Love every day like it's your last. And be yourself. My grandpa passed away after my house was completed and he was a builder himself, but never to radiate because of his failing health. When I got home from work, my wife and kids were out and so I was alone. The moment I shut the garage door, I could feel he was there. I felt it so strongly, I called out for him and expected him to be in the living room chair, he wasn't. So, I started talking to him and showed him around the house. At one point, I went through a room rather quickly and felt like he was gone. I went back to that room and felt him again. After a few more minutes, we finished touring the house and I couldn't feel him anymore. I've never experienced anything like that in my life and didn't believe it myself when I've heard of people feeling like someone is there. I do now. It felt so real. Glad I could show grandpa around. My heart stopped due to a blood clot and the sensation of being hyper aware of my internal system shutting down will be with me forever. It was a slow progression of system shutting off. After respiration stopped but before vision ceased to function, I had accepted my fate and was at peace with whatever was to come. 
It didn't. I recall nothing after my mind clicked off until the rude awakening of resuscitation. My heart restarted not with a whirl but with sputters and gasps, then raced like it was running from the devil. If there is anything on the other side it isn't meant to be seen until the transition is complete. This wasn't me, but my grandma. She was clinically dead from cancer complications for a bit but they brought her back. She relayed to my mom, her siblings, and my grandpa that she felt an intense peace and saw her brother, her parents, and some other relatives who had passed on before her. She saw her twin sons that she lost a few hours after they were born. Apparently she didn't want to come back initially and was given the option to stay, but she was told guided to the decision that my mom's youngest sisters still needed her. They weren't out of high school yet and needed their mom. So she came back, and then the cancer eventually got her. This guy I worked with said he was in a car crash and had died for 3 minutes in the hospital and ever since he came back he said he could tell how many spirits were following a person. My friend Ray and I didn't believe him of course so I asked okay bro, how many spirits are following me then he took a step back and said you, have 3 spirits that follow you, 3 is my lucky number. I was a little shocked, I told him my lucky number was 3 and he was a little surprised too. So my friend says how many spirits are following me he does the same step back and says there's only one spirit that follows you. But it comes and goes. My friend looked at me and he goes who are dude that freaking weird. I asked why and he explained that he had dated this girl that was a Wiccan. He had told her one day that he would feel like someone would be sitting in the passenger seats in his car while he was driving. He would turn to look but no one would be there. She told him it was her and that she would check on him every once in a while. Hope good spirits. From what I gather of this thread and my general beliefs, is that after your heart stops, your brain can still be firing things, neurons. For some people their brains may just be unconscious and they experience nothing and then wake up feeling quite peaceful, whereas others seem to experience something similar to a dream or out of body experience or something, and I believe that's their brain just trying to understand their last bits of sensual input or is just firing randomly and they get a less sensical experience, or some point in between where they're between complete nothingness and a dream, where they might see a color, or hear sounds voices, or just feel a feeling, or any other singular senses being stimulated. Yeah I haven't died before, but I'm not afraid of it, because it's not a bad thing except if there were things in life you still wanted to do and people that will grieve for you, but then again you wouldn't feel that way once you're dead, so it's okay. As a person who is fighting with depression, I've been through suicidal periods, and the idea of not having to suffer anymore was super appealing. But that doesn't have to mean death. It can mean wanting my life to not be bad. When I'm depressed I can tend to forget that and think that life cannot be fixed for myself anymore or it's not worth the wait to stop feeling this way. But I've found things that make life worth fighting for even if it means feeling crap sometimes. At least I feel less crap less frequently, and that's so much better and worth the fight, believe me. Even if it doesn't feel that way sometimes, it is. If you're somebody fighting depression and suicidal thoughts, please just remember that any reason to keep living is a good reason, and it's a fight worth fighting. Your life can and will get better, even if it gets worse sometimes. Please don't ever give up on it. That's actually really inspiring. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe, I publish new videos every day, until then, check another video.
bye for now.